out to Walker, Walker away to Tarp, and then it's gone on to Gagai, and Dane's gone through, Walker's there supporting, and he puts it over the line for a finals try. A couple of plays of the game, the Panthers are going to be first after this, it's been ugly, they've been far from their best, Cleary straight through. The way it's come, a long ball over the top, Katara, the trick finish. Hello and welcome to Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. I understand that this one might be a little bit late, but we're going to get into the news and updates in the past few days, maybe even the past few weeks. There is a lot of news and updates going around the NRL at the moment. I could repeat myself. I could have screenshotted stuff more than once, but here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Here are the news and updates. Now, the first one here... Obviously, Benji Marshall will head back to the West Tigers as an official, an ambassador in an in an official ambassador role. Um, and obviously, we know that they get these bullshit titles, but it means that they are in the club, helping out the club in some capacity. I think this is a really good move for the West Tigers. I'm actually surprised he went back after everything that's happened with Benji Marshall and the West Tigers. Obviously, being kicked out of the club twice. Uh, it's pretty hectic, but uh, congratulations for Benji Marshall. I know he calls West Tigers home, and I think that is a great signing for the West Tigers. It does bring a lot of experience into the halves too if he uh, if his role entails helping out the younger halves and, and training them up. I can't wait to see Benji Marshall in a coaching role. That is amazing stuff there. Bit of breaking news, but not really breaking news. It was breaking news about a week ago, but Curtis Scott looks like all but set to take up a one-year deal with the Parramatta Eels. I think he's going to go well there. There's other, actually other rumors going around, but I'll talk about those later regarding Joey Leilua and Isaiah Papali'i. But Curtis Scott, I mean, he'd be a decent signing. Footy-wise, he's an absolute cracker of a player, but if he keeps the, that off-field stuff under wraps, I think he's going to be sensational. Um... The Eels star Maradani Corey signs a lucrative long-term deal with the Warriors. I really like this one. I think that uh, Maradani Corey is a fantastic player and he has a lot to offer in the back row and even in the centers as well. He's a very versatile forward. He can even go in the front row and at lock as well. So great signing there for the New Zealand Warriors and I can't wait to see how that one goes. It is an exclusive one here. Brandon Smith, uh, he toured the Dolphins facilities obviously uh, a few days ago uh, and the Dolphins have tabled a three-year deal worth more than $2.5 million. That is huge there. I think they might might potentially be looking at Brandon Smith as their marquee signing if they're offering him $2.5 for a three-year deal. That is just crazy money there. I think that's about $750K a year. Um, but it'd be a great signing for them. Brandon Smith, he's in some great form. He's obviously also met with the Gold Coast Titans, so uh, I think he's going to go to a lot of clubs and he's going to have a lot of handshakes, uh, but it will be very interesting to see where he goes. I personally think he's most likely to end up at the Titans. I think that's the club that needs him most. Latrell Mitchell is set to return from suspension against the Sydney Roosters. That is going to be an absolute uh, cracker, and you talk about timing. You talk about the timing of this game. South and Roosters 
Is Latrell's return? You think they didn't plan this out? You're joking. They planned this one out, and it is going to be an absolute cracker. Speaking about the Roosters, Joey Manu has told the Sydney Roosters he's staying at the club until the end of 2024. He decided against testing his worth on the open market, and I think that just shows loyalty, which in this day and age, in, in today's competition, is very, very rare for players. Loyalty is not something you really see every day, but good to see it there from Joseph Manu. I think he's roosters through and through. He fits that culture, and he fits that club really, really well. Uh, and I hope to see Joey Manu in that roosters kit for a long time to come. Now, Parramatta have avoided a showdown with three of their star players after backing down on a contract deadline imposed on Clinton Gutherson, Reid Mahoney, and Junior Paulo just 24 hours out of its expiry. So, basically, if you don't know, Parramatta pretty much gave Gutho, um, Mahoney, and Paulo literally, I think it was two or three days to make a call on whether they'd sign with the club or not. Uh, and I think they didn't really make a decision and the club sort of backed down because they know that they don't want to lose these three guys. And if you're a club with Clint Gutherson, Reid Mahoney and Junior Paulo, you wouldn't want to lose these guys either. They are basically the main talented guys in your system other than obviously Mitchell Moses and all those other guys. These guys are your three main players and you just don't want to lose them. Two of them have played Origin football. One of them could have played Origin football, but obviously out with the injury. So they're both Origin quality players. You don't want to lose them. And they've obviously got Mitchell Moses, who has also played Origin. Uh, Dylan Brown, who has played representative football. Uh, Nathan Brown, also playing Origin. I mean, it is a stacked roster. You wouldn't want to lose any of those players. But Gutho, Mahoney, and Paulo would be ones that you want to keep an eye on for sure. Paul Gallen made a statement earlier in the week, oh, earlier last week. He he said this, uh, and this was obviously about the Sonny Bill Williams fight via Sky Sports. I can promise you that I won't be fighting after the next 12 months, even if I get that far. I'm very, very doubtful that me and Sonny will ever happen. And look, that is the fight we all want to see. Unfortunate there that we won't get to see it. I'm praying that he does. that's his last fight of his career. Quick Sunny v. Gallon fight. That would be awesome. Um, but yeah, look, if, if Gallon wants to retire, Gallon needs to retire. Um, Gallon should if he wants to. Sorry, no, he doesn't need to retire. He's a friggin' beast. Um, but yeah, he, he if he wants to do that, then that's his call. He's a fantastic boxer and his durability is just insane. Uh, the fact that he lasted in that Justin Hooney fight for as long as he did was just unbelievable. So he's had a great NRL career. He's had an even better box. Well, not I would even better. What am I saying? What am I saying, ladies and gentlemen? He's had a great NRL career. He's had a great boxing career. Uh, if he decides to hang up the gloves, you know, we will not be surprised. He's had a fantastic crack in the boxing ring. Jonathan Thurston returns to the Cowboys as a coaching consultant. That is a huge signing there for the Cowboys, and I think it's what they need as well. I think uh, Jonathan Thurston really needs to come in and uh, mold those younger halves into into better players, essentially. And I think Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Thurston will be that perfect mentor, JT, obviously having a fantastic career himself. One of the best halfbacks in the game. Uh, and he'd be a great consultant there for the North Queensland Cowboys. Uh, Hipgrave, obviously, Keegan Hipgrave obviously announced his retirement 
uh, early last, well, late last week uh, due to concussion concerns, which is really unfortunate for Keegan Hipgrave. He was actually one of my favorite players in that um, Parramatta system, and I he was sort of was a smoky for me to have a good season in 2021. Didn't play much football, which I was quite surprised about. He's a really solid second row lock forward, um, but I wish him all the best in retirement. He's, an, he's a solid player through and through. Obviously played for the Gold Coast Titans and then moved over to Parramatta. Uh, yeah, but as I said, I wish him all the best in retirement. He is a unit. So we talked about Curtis Scott being linked to the Parramatta Eels. He has signed a one-year deal with the Eels. Really great to see you there. Um, the NRL have hit Tedesco with a breach notice. Tedesco is facing a $10,000 fine and training, f- uh, and training for... Drunken misconduct. Teddy, hold on, let me just read that again for a second. Teddy is facing a $10,000 fine and training for drunken misconduct. I think that was for the Squid Game incident. Really unfortunate there. You know, he could have just been talking about it with his friends and it was a bit of a misunderstanding, but it is really unfortunate that he is getting fined the $10,000. Tedesco, what a great player. What an awesome player he was this season. We really don't want to shed a bad light on this guy. And I know the media loves to shed, shed bad lights on players, especially when this sort of stuff happens. Uh, but I think Tedesco will just bounce back from that and he will be a fantastic player uh, in 2022. Now, obviously, Tim Sheens has come out earlier in the week and he sort of smoothed things out with Luke Brooks. Uh, I, it's, very, it's quite... I wouldn't say it's unlikely, but it's a less likely that he will be the departure of the club. Uh, I think well, I don't. Well, I don't know. I don't know yet. I I want Luke Brooks to go to the Newcastle Knights. Joey wants him there. Pierce has said he'll be good for the club as well. Uh, I think he'd be a really great signing, Luke Brooks. I think it's a bit less likely now that Tim Sheens has come out and he sort of smoothed things over. The next guy that he, the next guy that could possibly go over to Newcastle, partner Jake Clifford, it was one of his old teammates, Scott Drinkwater, he has now been linked to the Newcastle Knights, I think he definitely needs to leave the the Cowboys in order to get some success, he was at the Melbourne Storm and played really well, and then he went to the Cowboys, we didn't really see his best football, I think he really plays well in those top clubs, he played awesome um, in that Melbourne, in that Melbourne Storm system, uh, I think he'll play well in the Newcastle Knights. Obviously, with Jake Clifford, his former team, uh, well, yeah, his former teammate. Sorry, guys, I don't know what I'm saying at the moment. I'm at an absolute brain freeze before, but uh, just coming in with his former teammate Jake Clifford. Um, obviously, being around talented guys like Kalen Ponga, who actually could potentially leave the club. We'll talk about that later. Um, you know, I just think it would suit. Scott Drinkwater really, really well, obviously, to go to that Newcastle system. He's been linked there. Brooks has been linked there. I can't wait to see who ends up going over to the Newcastle Knights. Now, this is a bit of a strange one. It is a real, real strange one that Manly didn't be, weren't able to keep this bloke. He's a really talented half slash hooker. Cade Cust has been released by Manly to join the Wigan Warriors on a two-year deal. At age 23, it's a bit surprising. He showed a lot of potential um, in the NRL. I, as I said, it is just such a weird one to see this guy 
going off to the Super League. I mean, he, he shouldn't be going off to England. He has a lot of potential in the NRL, and I think that any club would be wanting to get him. And I, th- I personally thought that he'd be a real smoky for the Dolphins side, whether that is um, off the bench as, as a 14 or even in a starting role until they sign some more talented players. But um, Cade Cust, he, he was so good in the NRL, and I, I, I just... I'm so confused as to why Manly let this guy go. Um, he was sensational, and the fact that he didn't play much footy in 2021 blows my mind. Now, the Dolphins have reportedly identified Dragons 5'8", Junior Ramon, as a key target, according to the Sydney Morning Herald. The young gun is currently contracted until, contracted until the end of 2023. However, the Dolphins are hopeful for securing an early release from his deal. That is going to be a real, real interesting one over the next few days. Personally, I don't think that the Dragons want to lose this guy. They, they've, they've got rid of Matt Dufty, who is, I wouldn't say an experienced fullback, but he was more experienced than these young blokes. They've sort of got a really young roster going into 2022, other than the likes of, of obviously Ben Hunt, Corey Norman, if he stays there. Uh, and some other guys, Tarek Sims, who are quite experienced in the NRL. They've got a really young spine. Obviously, Junior Ramon, um, just trying to... Tyrell Sloan, Jaden Sullivan, the likes of those guys who are really quite young. Cody Ramsey, there's a bunch of them. It is going to be really interesting to see how this Dragons roster looks, but I don't think that if, if the Dragons are trying to rebuild their roster with these young guys, I don't... Th- really think it's that likely that they're going to let this guy go unless they can sign someone a bit better which is again quite unlikely considering this guy is quite young and wouldn't would be on quite a low paying contract uh it is going to be really interesting to see i don't think that this guy is going to leave um especially with the dragons as i said trying to rebuild their roster Hooker Josh Hodgson's future is set to be decided in the coming days, with the Tigers hoping to have him at the at Concord, not Canberra. Ooh, this is going to be a really interesting one. It would be a great signing for the Tigers. It would be an unreal signing for the Tigers if they got Josh Hodgson in their system, bringing in a bit of experience, that level head to calm the boys down. I think that is exactly... Well, no, I wouldn't say exactly, but I said it, I'd say it's one of the things that they need. One of the things they need to check off their list in order to rebuild the club and the roster uh, and get back on track in terms of finals football or even just making the top eight. I think that Josh Hodson would be a great signing there for the uh, West Tigers if it happens. Uh, but as I said, it will be in the coming days when we see uh, this signing either go ahead or whether he stays at Canberra instead. Also, he's, he's linked to the Gold Coast Titans as well, so it is going to be really interesting to see what happens with this guy in the next few days. Dragon center Jack Bird is said to be making a positional switch to the back row in 2022. He's a big body, Jack Bird. Not many people realize it, but he's a big, big body and to be honest, he could play a real similar role to Wade Graham because Wade Graham started out his career in the halves. Obviously, Jack Bird's played a bit of 5'8 as well. He could just play that ball-playing uh, ball back rower, which would really suit the Dragons as well. He's quite experienced too, Jack Bird. He's not that old. I'm pretty sure he's 
if he's not 29, he's probably 30. Definitely early 30s, if not late, late 20s. Um, he is a sensational player, Jack Bird, and he had a really good back end of the season, in my opinion. And he's just a strong explosive player and I think he'd do really well on that edge actually linking up with some of the younger guys I think that'd be sensational him and Tarek in the back row watch out the Brisbane Broncos have pulled out of the race for X-rated Demarnus Louis I didn't even know this guy was off contract I didn't even know this guy was on the open market now we've got to remember this guy was in the origin side that won with Wayne Bennett way uh, I think it was a year two years ago now this is going to be a really interesting one to see. The Brisbane Broncos pulling out of the race. I'm not even sure who's in the race at the moment, but I'd sign this guy. I'd sign this guy on cheap, and I'd have him in the roster, whether that's on the bench or as a fill-in front rower. I'd He wouldn't go wrong putting Demarcus Louis in that's in your system. I think he'd be a really good signing. Tavita Pangai Jr. versus Joyce. Daniel Joyce. Um, I don't even know who that is, but it is the. I'm pretty sure it is a undercard for the Gallon and Oshay Ole fight. It is going to be a really interesting one. That one, I can't wait. Uh, Tavita Pangai Jr. Obviously a debut in the ring on the fourth of December. Oh my goodness, I can't wait for this one. It is going to be an absolute cracker. Tavita Pangai Jr. versus Daniel. Joyce. I don't know who Daniel Joyce is, but all I know is Tavita Pangai Jr., he is going to be a smoky for that fight. The breaking news here, it is sort of breaking news. I sort of screenshotted this today. Uh, the Dolphins' new recruitment manager, Peter O'Sullivan, is of the belief they are favorite to sign Brandon Smith from 2023 onwards with the Titans and Cowboys and Roosters also in the race. He has made a mention of Wayne Bennett being a key reason that Brandon's of Brandon's interest. Each club has made an offer, and Brandon will be expected to choose one in the coming week. That is going to be really interesting. We talked about Brandon Smith before uh, and the Dolphins, but Peter O'Sullivan making this statement. I, don't, I think people do remember that this is the guy that signed the one and only GI Greg Inglis for the Melbourne Storm. This guy is the king of signing people, and I think you wouldn't go wrong. You wouldn't go wrong with uh, signing with this guy in your roster, Peter O'Sullivan, and the Dolphins have done really well in picking Peter O'Sullivan up uh, as a recruitment manager, and I think that is just going to be more the reason why Brandon Smith could sign with the Dolphins. As I said before, I'm pretty sure the favorites are the... Uh, the Gold Coast Titans. Sorry, I had a mind blank then. Uh, but it will be interesting to see what happens with Brandon Smith. John Asiata's Bulldogs career may be over before it ever really started as the Premiership winner has refused to have a COVID-19 vaccination as is the his human right. That's what he claimed here. It says here, News Corp... Um, Jesus Christ, my camera roll is stuffing up. News Corp reports he informed the club to plan for 2022 without him as he reportedly plans to walk away from his 180k contract. As it currently stands, the NRL has n- not mandated... 
mentorized the vaccine. However, they'll be reportedly considering it. I would think it'd be really unfortunate for John Asiata to leave the Bulldogs. I think he was a really awesome get, especially that he's on 180k. I think he was a really, really good get there for the Bulldogs. And I mean, I think it's just really dumb from him. Uh, But then again, I mean, they've already got a pretty stacked roster with the signings that they've got. Um, If this guy doesn't play, does it really make a difference? I think it sort of does. He's a ball playing forward. Um, He's won a premiership, I mean... Does it really still? Does it even really make it that much of a difference? Have not having this guy in your side. Tavita Pangai Jr. signed. They've got Luke Thompson, who's playing outstanding. Jack Hetherington, who's just an absolute unit. They've got some big forwards. Do they need this guy? That is the question. Uh, but I do think it's really unfortunate for John Asiato and the Bulldogs if this is the way he decides to go. I think it's silly, to be honest. I just think it's silly. I mean, it's, it's two jabs as if you don't get the COVID vaccine. The Dolphins have reportedly held informal talks with Junior Paulo as their first big name signing. That is really interesting there. That is really interesting from the Dolphins. They're going to be having some great signings. If they sign Brandon Smith and they also land Junior Paulo, I mean, they are on the right track to having a pretty... Hectic team. Kalen Ponga as well also linked there. And I think with Connor Watson exiting the club and Mitchell Pearce exiting the club, I just think it is more, even more likely uh, that Kalen Ponga will leave. But if they sign those three guys, KP, Paulo, and Brandon Smith, they are definitely on the right track to some success in 2023. Now, this one I thought was a bit of a strange one because don't forget this kid is 16 years old. Says here, 16-year-old playmaker, Latu Fayanu, obviously Manasseh Fayanu's little brother, uh, obviously in a bit of trouble, but you don't really judge uh, that. But it says here, Latu Fayanu has inked a four-year deal with Manly. So he's 16. This is a four-year deal. That will take him all the way up to the age of 21. No. That's wrong. He's six. He's sixteen. A four-year deal will take him up to his when he's twenty. I don't know how I got twenty-one in my head. Please don't ask. Um, I my math is not really my strong suit. Uh, but he is into four-year deal with Manly. He will earn a seven-figure amount if he meets performance targets. That is huge. There was also rumors that this guy could be the second highest player, paid player in the NRL, which is just crazy for a 16-year-old. Um, but if they really have this much confidence in this guy, if they think he is as talented as he is, then watch it out NRL because we are about to see another superstar. Um, yeah, honestly, I can't wait. We've got some really good youngsters coming through the ranks at the moment in, for all clubs really in the NRL that I can't wait to see take the field when they're a bit older. Cowboys duo Ruben Cotter and Tom Gilbert have reportedly been linked to the Dolphins. Ruben Cotter obviously can play hooker and lock, so a really good versatile signing, while Tom Gilbert is a quality front rower as well 
for the Cowboys. They've been linked to the Dolphins, and I think that those two would go there cheap and would be great signings over there. Now, this one's a really interesting one here. Knights release Mitchell Pierce, and he joins the Catalans Dragons. And that's really unfortunate there for Mitchell Pierce. There's a lot of aspects that go into this, really. They already lost Connor Watson to the Roosters. Now they've lost Mitchell Pierce to the Super League. Does Kalen Ponga leave the club at the end of 2022? Do the Knights have any more final success past 2022? Um, I mean, it is going to be really interesting to see how this plays out for the, you know, for the uh, Newcastle Knights. Um, but usually when teams lose some of their best players, they tend to shit the bed. Um so, really unfortunate that Mitchell Pierce is leaving the club. I think he had so much more to do in the NRL. Um, but, yeah, it is a, it is just warning signs for the Newcastle Knights going into next year. Halfback Luke Metcalf has officially signed from 2023 onwards with the New Zealand Warriors. Obviously, there was a lot of rumors going into this one. So just to make it clear, he'll be a Sharky in 2022, and then he'll be a Warrior in 2023. Really good signing there, really young signing as well, and I think he's a really talented halfback and a great signing there for the New Zealand Warriors. That is all your news and updates, guys. It was quite a long news and updates podcast, obviously, nearly going for half an hour. But if you stayed all the way through, I thank you. And thank you for choosing Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. Recommend this podcast to a friend and I'll see you guys in the next one.